You're listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast. And now, your hosts, Brandon and Jimmy. I'm Brandon. I guess since you're Brandon, that means I'm Jimmy. And if I'm guessing since Brandon and Jimmy are here, then it must be a new episode of Almost Got Em, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. We are recording on this fine Mother's Day. Uh, oh, yeah. It how, is Mother's Day. How was your weekend, Jimmy? It's uh, Derby Week in, old, in our old Kentucky home. So did you do any Derby festiv- festivities this time around? Uh, you know, just sat around with some friends and watched the, the horses run, you know. Yeah, I bet on some ponies. I won one race and one, one horse race and one turtle race. Did you watch the turtle race? I like turtles, but uh, I didn't see the turtle race. You like turtles? I do like turtles. Yeah, they had a turtle race on at 4 o'clock in between, like, two of the two of the actual races. They actually put... The odds of the turtles into the Kentucky uh, Derby program and everything. So I won with Babbling Brook. Were they all happy together? They were all very happy together. So Bab- Babbling Brook, this episode is for you. They still do the puppy bowl. They do 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 the pu- pu- do do. They <laughs> do do the puppy bowl. I actually watched it before the Super Bowl this past year. It's very very wonderful. When I think of Mother's Day, and uh, this is also a, a Batman podcast, so this is. Uh, kind of works. There's an episode of 66 uh, with Ma Parker. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, at the end... I think I've actually watched that with you. It's a good episode. Uh, it's Well, it's, you know, not good, but it's fine. It's not uh, good. At the, <laughs> at the end, uh, there's a, ja- a joke about uh, how it's Mother's Day because Ma Parker gets flowers uh, from her boys. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I think of. That That's me tying Mother's Day back yes. into Batman. Does which Bruce is... mention uh, Mother's Day being a hard time for him? No, he doesn't mention that at all. You'd think he would. Do they ever... They, they don't ever mention his parents dying in the... TV they mention it once. Uh, Ooh, Commissioner Gordon mentions it. How oh, did no, Commissioner no, no. Gordon know? Because uh, he, he knows Bruce Wayne's backstory. Oh, he does? Yeah, because there's a painting of uh, Thomas oh, Wayne. Oh, I thought he meant like Batman's backstory. Oh, no, just he, okay. he doesn't know that. But yeah. uh, And I think there is a line where Bruce says, my my uh, parents were gunned down by out, those outlaws, those criminals. Oh, so I man, think that is, outlaws. it happens very few times, but it does. It, it, I think it's in the pilot that Commissioner Gordon says it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Batman 66, I was actually on one of those uh, Batman fan sites earlier today, and they had a cover of an old Brave and the Boat issue. And this was a comic book that I didn't, I never knew about till today, but there was apparently a Brave and the Boat issue, which for those that don't know, Brave and the Boat for quite some time was a Batman team-up uh, comic book. Um, and there's an issue of it, I think it's like, number 33 or something where Batman teams up with uh, 1966 Batman. Oh. Uh, on the cover, Adam West Batman said uh, of something uh, something about good job, old chum. And I just thought that that book looked really cool. I need to pick that up sometime. But speaking of Brave and the Bold, from the news desk of Summer Gleason, this is a special news bulletin. Take it away, Johnny. Yeah, um, we're going to start with some not-so-great news uh, on this week's episode. Uh, We'll start out with, on April 28th, uh, Neil Adams passed away at the age of 80. Uh, He passed away from sepsis. Uh, Neil Adams is the artist who uh, drew his his first Batman comic back in 1969, and he ended up 
uh, he ended up kind of redefining the character as an artist. Mm-hmm. Kind of made him, gave Batman more of a serious, more gothic look. Because um, this was after the uh, TV show Batman. When the TV show Batman came out, the Batman comics got a little silly to kind of oh, really? uh, reflect <laughs> to reflect the TV shows. That makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, Denny O'Neill and um, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams kind of came in and kind of toughened Batman back up. Um, they uh, Neil Adams went on to do a lot of big things, like uh, he did the Superman vs. Muhammad Ali book. And uh, he also uh, created Arage Al Ghul, and he is, oh. he is responsible for the story, the famous story where Batman and Arage Al Ghul fight with their shirts off. But you know, Batman keeps his mask on. It, it's a uh, very, very, um, it's very uh, legendary in the comic book world and the Batman mythos. Sounds hot to me. Yeah, it it's very it, it's it's very like homoerotic, mm-hmm. but it's very like it. It, it it's a, it's a really really fun issue, and it's the one that they always talk about in the comics. It whenever Rachel Gould shows up, but yeah, Neil Adams passed away at the age of eighty, and unfortunately, yesterday, which was uh, May seventh, I believe, uh, George Perez, uh, who we've talked about on the podcast mm-hmm. a couple of times, uh, he uh, lost his battle to uh, pancreatic cancer uh, yesterday. For those who don't remember, George Perez is the first. A uh, comic book artist I ever saw in person when uh, me and you went to my first uh, comic convention back in 2009. Um, I met him quite a few times at uh, conventions in Chicago, uh, be it WizardCon or C2E2. A really, really nice guy. Always had a Hawaiian shirt on. Uh, always had a big, big smile. Um, for uh, those who don't know, uh, George Perez was the big artist on New, T- New Teen Titans. He did a uh, he did a run with Justice League. He did a, two really historic runs on the Avengers. He's behind the Infinity Gauntlet story, which which inspired the Infinity War movie for for Marvel. Um, he create he co-created Deathstroke, the Terminator, and he created the uh, Nightwing persona for uh, Dick Grayson. He also was known as the guy that killed Barry Allen Flash for like twenty years in Crisis, and also, and also killed the original uh, Supergirl as well. Uh, yeah, George Perez uh, passed away. He was 67, and uh, this episode is dedicated to George Perez. I like that when I see the, these names of these um, these historic uh, artists and creators, like I know them basically now because of the podcast, because yeah. you talk about them. So it's it's nice that uh, I get to get to know these things. And uh, speaking of the podcast and George Perez, if you uh, want to go check out some of his most memorable work, we've posted quite a few things on the uh, Facebook. Also uh, posted quite a few pictures of uh, Neil Adams' great works over the years as well. And Neil Adams, another guy, uh, another guy that I met in, in one of the early conventions that we went to. I think I met him in like mm-hmm. 2011. Uh, really, really nice guy. Um he was also the uh, Neil Adams was also the first to try to unionize uh, comic book uh, comic books for a while there. But enough with the uh, really really tragic news. Let's talk some happy news here. Uh, a Harley Quinn spinoff has been greenlit. Jimmy. Well, that's happy news. Yeah, the show will be called Noonans, which is the name of a bar that Kite Man and his heard uh, about this love yes. interest, new love interest, Golden Glider. Apparently, they both own this bar, and to keep things afloat, they like to commit crimes to pay all the bills for the bar. And the, the uh, Noonan's bar, I believe, is supposed to be a supervillain bar. So oh, that's cool. When, they're, when you're done supervillaining for the day, you, you can go to Noonan's and have you grab you a nice cold one 
and talk to your favorite bartender, the Kite Man. Um, they they claim that the show will have a serious uh, Cheers feel to it, which that kind of excites me. Oh, nice. And this will be on HBO Max? That, that's my guess. They haven't really mm-hmm. clarified, but that that's just what I'm guessing since uh, that's where Harley Quinn is is now. When is uh, season three coming out? That's what I was know? saying. Is that going to come out after? I, would I believe out. After. Yeah, that, that'll be the flagship, and then they'll come out with the with this uh, villain bar show. Yeah, I, be- I, I know they were uh, recording stuff months ago for Harley Quinn season yeah, James three, Gunn has a part in it. Uh, he does. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. That's cool. Pretty exciting. And speaking of things being greenlit, the Batman has greenlit a sequel. The Batman 2 will be coming soon. Uh, Robert Pattinson will be back donning the cape and the cowl. What do you think of them doing another Batman featuring Robert Pattinson? Well, I mean, I came out of it knowing that they would. I mean, it was successful. So, of course, yeah, they're yeah, going to do another successful. one. I mean, yeah. Who do you want the villain to be in it? Oh, dear. Um, I know who I don't want it to be. Well, it won't be the mysterious inmate. I think he'll... I hope it's not him. I think he'll be in it. Yeah. And they'll work up to a, a, a third, which he'll be... He'll be... I think they'll save him. Yeah. He, he'll be a card they'll play. Oh, God. Yes. Um, who do I want it to be? Uh, I, 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 Two-Face. Two-Face, that would How be great. How about Two-Face? That'd be good. I'm going to go for... Uh, and Penguin will be there, too, and so will Catwoman, yeah. but, you know. I'm, I'm going to go for uh, Mr. Freeze, just because we've only had one Mr. Freeze on the big screen, and it was Arnold. I, I want a real, like, very Heart of Ice Mr. Freeze in a movie. I know the big rumor is it's going to be Hush, because I think uh, in the credits there's a code that you had to do on your computer, yes. and then... Yes. Or, I guess, your smartphone. I'm, I'm old. Um, and the... Uh, if you figure out the three riddles they bring up some video of the word hush so it could be hush that's a very uh that's a very personal story because that involves a childhood friend of bruce wayne so we'll see what happens uh there but hush was very involved with uh harvey dent so we might we still could get to face it if even if hush is the main bad guy but but yeah i'm i'm i'll see it i'm i, I hope they're not doing too much of the de- I, I do like the detective work but i'm hoping it's not as much detective work this time but we'll see what happens but today we are going to see the prophecy of doom it's episode 22 of batman the animated series it aired october 6th of 1992 it's directed by frank power and written by dennis uh Marks, I think is that what my paper says. My handwriting's awful. Um, but yeah, today we are going to watch Prophecy of Doom with you guys. So go to your HBO Max and look for episode 22, Prophecy of Doom. If you're using the DVDs like uh, we are today, uh, go find whatever episode that is on there because all the episodes are in different orders. And we are starting episode 19. On the DVDs. On the DVDs. Episode 22. Right now. We have the w- WB logo is on screen. And there are the eyes. Do you remember this one the first time uh, you saw it? Uh, yes. Uh, we're getting into episodes that I remember watching. Um, yeah, I didn't remember this one at all. This one and the next one we talked about. The next about. one I remember. Yes, right. I remember these two. Uh, the next one very well. Yeah. Uh, this one pretty well as, as well. That's a lot of wells, but uh, there, yeah. that's more wells than Lassie can take care of. That's, that's right. true. And there, Lassie, Timmy fell down a well. <laughs> poor, poor Timmy. When are they going to bring back Lassie? Um, they did like a movie in the '90s. I remember. How would they make a Lassie a now thing? 
Uh, he would be he would be like one of those uh, social media dogs. Oh, he'd be on social he media, would yes. Be like Angry Cat or whatever. He's just really popular on there. I thought maybe or you she. could you could get on social media and just like alert him. Yeah, that, yes. that would work too. Yes. Don't steal our ideas, people. <gasps> or a gold mine. There is the Prophecy of Doom uh, title card. Uh, is that a eclipse? I guess. Yeah, because. Uh, or uh, Nostromo, uh, not <laughs> what's his name? N uh, Nostromos. Nostromos, yeah. the uh, classic Batman character, Nostromos. Yes, he he talks a lot of stuff about uh, the moon and the stars and the sun and all that kind of stuff. So look at that, the water. The uh, the creators absolutely hate this episode, by the way, because it was illustrated by the uh, Acom. Acom's a Korean uh, based, uh, you know, uh, cartoon illustrators. Uh, mm -hmm. Bruce Tim and Frank Power. Absolutely loathe like the the whole end sequence with all the planets. And really, stuff like that. they, they loathe it. Yeah, because they thought that hey, how did how do you screw up a bunch of circles hitting each other? But yeah, they absolutely do not like the art in this episode. Huh. It does. It feels a little off at times, including when they have shots of the water. Right now, we're seeing a bunch of people at like a discotheque in the boat. So um, it starts like a Godzilla movie. It does. It does <laughs> it, this doesn't feel like a Batman thing right here. So we are in. Looks like there's a some stick of dynamite in this uh, the bottom of the boat that's about to go off right about now. You think there'd be more casualties from something like this? By the way. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I like that we just spilled like that red, that red liquid everywhere, so it kind yeah. of feels like. Uh, yeah, this is actually pretty. Uh, <laughs> you think all these, these people must be dead? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Somebody has to die. Yeah. Look at that art there where everybody's just running in circles, but it looks like the same people on different levels yeah, yeah. running in circles. For those that don't know, I believe ACOM did the final season of X-Men, the animated series, which is really critically panned because it looks really, really cheap. And there's times where like Wolverine has hair on his arms and there's times he doesn't have hair on his arms. Ah, it's, I see. It's a whole thing. Well, there we've got the people went got to the lifeboats. This is very uh, t Titanic. I, I expect uh, what Billy Zane to come out and grab a kid saying this was his son. It's it's a, been a pleasure playing with you tonight, gentlemen. I do love that scene. <laughs> Where's the fish? Did the fish get away? Yes. Yeah. I'm afraid the fish might have drowned. Okay, we didn't we didn't show. I didn't understand the... what the whole fish thing was there. Well, it was just He's funny. Be okay. It was just funny because it was a fish. There was a fish on a boat. The water moves really weird for me. It's like only moves in like little spots. We just transitioned to a different moon. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's up with that? I don't know. That was kind of strange. <laughs> that was... That was a really bad cut there. Yeah, they could have just dissolved. Illustration and, people. Yeah. <laughs> and here's uh, Bruce with his... So, what is Bruce's uh, relationship to these two people here? Um. Well, um, is he dating this lady? I don't think he is. I thought that originally, but I think he's like close with the old man. Okay, so this is just his... his this is his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, played by Heather Locklear. By that would the be way. A, that that picture of Nostro that, that looks like a blacklight poster to have on my wall when I was sixteen. <laughs> and this guy is like swearing by Nostromos, like it's like life changing, kind of like a religious type deal. But like every time I say his name, I'm going to say it wrong, like Nicodemus or <laughs> Nostromos, or it'll it'll always be always be wrong. What do you think of Heather Locklear out of nowhere playing a character on here that doesn't really even do all that much? In all honesty. Uh, a lot of things online say that she was uncredited. Is she in the credits? Oh, I don't know if she's in the credits. I just know she was on IMDb. Okay, yeah, it, it definitely was her voice. But a lot oh, of things yeah. say that as she. As soon as I heard her, I was like, say that she went uncredited. I didn't check the actual credits at the end to see if they. Lit. I think they do, but so they look like they're dating here, but they're really 
not they're not holding hands or flirting or anything. Yeah, normally Bruce is all which you love. Bruce yeah. is all, <laughs> all over the ladies, uh, which you don't love. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, he horny Bruce. I like. You, know, you hate horny Bruce, but you know, but he's she's getting car by herself. Gentleman Bruce, right here. Yeah, maybe they've just met or like they're friend. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like he's he's mainly knows the old man. Which is the old man like a banker or something like that? He's just a fellow uh, rich person. Yeah, and here is the classic introduction of Nostromos, who uh, the old guy has convinced Bruce to put on a tux and go see this crackerjack. Um, what is? I, I don't get the point of why everybody really believes in this guy. Well, you know, we're kind of playing on this. This is, you know what I like this episode? It reminds me of, I could see 66 yeah, tackling could, this. I like a group, yeah. Bruce has a group of rich friends who fall for some shyster. Yeah. Um, and I actually like that part of this episode. It just, because it, I guess it reminds me, it's a little schlocky. It's very But schlocky, it reminds yeah. me of an old, something on six. I, I, you would see this on 66. Mm-hmm. Or an old cartoon. Like you would see like an, this flim flam man that would, uh, Fool all of these um, these millionaires. And once again, we have a, a new villain, and we still have yet to see Ray Jagul or Mad Hatter. Uh, at this point, Riddler hasn't even shown up yet. That's true. That is that's still wild to me. <laughs> I, I, li- I like his hair. That is. Yeah, he's got this. Uh, I- I'll talk about him later. There's some things that remind me of him. So, uh, what he reminds me of, but uh, yeah, I like the design of the character. So did Bruce just break that glass, or did Nostromo? Oh, that, that I glass? like this. I like the shot of him, and you're just like, oh, what? Very, what yeah, happened? Maybe. Was that a was that a neck break? It, it was a neck break. I think it was a fade of black. Okay. I love this shot. Yeah, that's that's very nice. Batman yeah. uh, standing over the cave with all the bats coming. That's a really nice visual. And now we get some Bruce and Alfred Tom, which I always really enjoy. I don't think there's a lot of Alfred in this one. Not a lot. Yeah. I like that immediately batman's like this guy's full of shit like he just knows it and that's my favorite part of the episode i think yeah, is yeah. that batman just he immediately knows, he's like this this, this guy's, guy's a jo- yeah this guy's a joker and who what the, i just like that right it's just funny to me and there's lucas lucas by the way is voiced by aaron K- kincaid if you listen to our podcast regularly you know that as the voice of killer croc who oh yeah yeah in our last episode vengeance but is he on cameo I do not know. Oh, no, oh, Aaron Kincaid's dead, so he is the Oh, he's not Okay, okay. <laughs> I just remember that. Rest in peace, Aaron Kincaid. Um, I do, is it this one or the next one? A, a Bull's in one of these two is the back computer. Oh, no, that's the, like next the next one. one. That's the next, the next one. one, yeah. Yeah. He's still not on cameo. So Bruce is, where's Bruce at right now? Uh, he's going to, this is his building. His building. And yeah. he's going on uh, oh, the elevator. Oh, the elevator one. Yes. I'm getting both episodes mixed up right I got now it, because they're, they're both sort of similar in a way, yeah, so you yeah. sort of get uh, get it mixed up. So what's happening here is that uh, this uh, Nostromos has, uh, just threw a wrench in the... Threw a monkey wrench. They're sort of fooling these uh, millionaires into thinking that uh, these accidents are all being... being they're, they're, they're causing the accidents, but uh, it's all a way of fooling them into buying Nostromos... Yeah. Uh, Insurance policy, I guess you could say. Yeah, and they just pulled some weird green acid. Why didn't they just cut the string? I don't know. I guess because it gives it it gives it more uh, uh, drama to lead us into the commercial. We went to another commercial. There's a lot of commercial breaks on these. I think that was a fade to black earlier. I don't think that was because that was definitely the commercial. Yeah, because we have a bit of a literal cliffhanger there in a way. Oh, here 
luckily he's Batman, so he's going to get out of this. And he changed while falling down the elevator. Yeah, did he really need to change? No, he really oh, because he goes on the roof and he chases, so he kind of yeah. does need to do this. But I just like how he was like, oh, I'm falling to my death, but I can't leave yet. I need to change it to my yes. cape and cowl and all that. Which Into his spandex I would imagine outfit. It probably takes more than a minute to put all yeah. that on. I mean, I know it did for Christian Bale. And now we have a plastic, what is this, a, a roof, uh, rooftop chase. Oh. Lucas just grabbed a pole and is attacking Batman right now. Batman, Batman, I feel like sometimes on the animated series, it's not the fighter that Batman should be. He just threw that the batarang into his leg and it just got stuck in his leg. Oh, oh, did he? Uh, he should be bleeding right he now. He should be, but you know, yeah, we're, we're not, not, not going to do that. Can't have that in our kids' show. Although I would say, once again, I can't see kids liking an episode like this. I like how that guy just did what Batman does to people. Yeah, like he just, yeah, disappeared, he just disappeared in the in, in the in the haze there. Yeah, and then Bruce is like, oh, this is how Gordon feels. Yeah, this, cool. yeah, this must be how Gordon feels. Doing a good line. No, uh, no Gordon in this episode, I don't think either. Nope, and not in the next one. There's actually a sh there's a shot of him, I think, in the next episode, but uh, oh. we don't actually see him. Or I, we don't. He doesn't make an appearance. So, is there anything you want to say about Commissioner Gordon? No, because he's not in this episode. Ah. No, and he's not really the next one either. So yeah. I don't have to talk about it. So, so Nostromos is wearing a has a wig. Yes. Why does he pick a wig with a receding hairline? Oh, well, it makes him look kind of freaky, and I, I like that uh, about it. Well, um, why don't he just shave his entire head and then he'll look even freakier in my opinion, like Professor Xavier or something. I feel like they're they're referencing something with his look, and I'm not sure what I they're going for. I feel like for. it's some kind of like old like 60s trope or something. Yeah, it reminds me um, of a character in a movie called Manos, The Hands of Fate. Oh, uh, it kind of dresses like this, but there are a lot of 60s. Yeah, this is what this is kind of based on. Yeah, I love Bruce Wayne's acting in the scene, by the way. It's so over the top. Yeah, he's bad. so full of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, Bruce, you're Batman. You're better than this. Look at him smiling. Like, he he knows <laughs> this guy is such a, a clown shoes, and he knows it. Yeah, it, it's, I'm almost expecting him to, like, look at the camera and wink yes. at us at yes. some point here. And his friend here, Ethan, is just such a fool. Oh, Lisa. And she is, Heather Locklear is not happy. Now, why is she Bruce. so fired up that this is bogus? Like, yeah. yeah. I like I like that, but like, why is she well, so sure of it? Yeah, because I think she thinks he's taking her dad for a ride. I, I guess, guess so. Yeah, but also, why does she? I don't know. I, I feel like she, has she been affected by this guy yet? I don't know. We used to. Date. I don't really get her motivations. And I don't think Nostromo ever shows up again after this episode. Though. No, he does not. No, he yeah. does not. That's a, that's a shame. And there's not she at some point she has a line like Bruce, not you too, like because Bruce is buying into this, but she doesn't seem so involved. So maybe they're not dating. Maybe I wonder if Lisa, like, is Lisa in any more episodes? I'm gonna say no. I just feel like if you can get Heather Locklear, you should try to milk that a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. And she was, you know, she was a person at this time. So yeah, yeah. This yeah. was uh, what was it, Melrose Place that she was on? Yeah, this was is a little like later, a, but this is a yeah, yeah. This is okay. This might be a little bit earlier because it's '92. Yeah. I say Miller's replaced like ninety four or something like that. She was still a known attractive person. Yeah. So, you know, she would have been a name. Here are the circles that uh Frank Power and Bruce Tim absolutely hate. Not angular enough for Bruce I, Tim. I think that's yeah. what, what yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. I gotta say he really went all in with this uh 
Oh, great. It's a bunch of white people following <laughs> this guy. That's never a good thing. It's like the Riddler and the Batman. It's, it's you know, it's like anytime you end up wearing a cloak like that and you're, yeah. and you're with a group yeah. of other people in and cloaks, the, like you really white. should question yeah. what's go, what's happening, yeah. you know. It's a little uneasy. They might be me. taking it a little too far. Like, hey, I, I'm, I'm buying into this, but I'm not wearing a cloak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lucas, Alicia just walked in on Lucas there doing the special effects. I think Lucas used to be a special effects man. I don't yes. know. Do actors have their own special effects people that they just kind of hang with? And like when he levitates and stuff like that, why doesn't anybody ever like question like, oh, I think I see a, a cable there. Oh, there he goes. Actually, he's levitating right now. Bruce is just like, give me a break. Yeah. I like those close shots of him there. Yeah. Uh-oh, Lisa's been spotted by Lucas. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I like he he faints like that. He's... <laughs> he's about a good actor as Bruce Wayne is there. Now, is that the hook on his back? That uh... Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. It's there quite often. You see it again. Mm-hmm. Let's see who Nostromos is played by. I did not... I didn't recognize the name. I think it was... Was it George Murdoch, maybe? No, George Murdoch, I think, was in the other episode. We're, we're recording two episodes today, so we're getting so I'm getting kind of confused here and there. Uh, Nostromos is played by uh, Michael Desbaris. Um He looks familiar. He's from MacGyver, Nine and a Half Weeks, Commando. Here's what he looks like, Jimmy. Okay. It doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, it looks like a, like a character actor, probably. But, uh, yeah, uh, Michael Desbaris, still alive, by the way, uh, plays uh, the voice of Nostromos. Is he on Cameo, though? That's the real thing we did. I am not sure. Cameo has changed so much in recent, de- recent days, so I'm not on there nearly as much as I was. Has the age of Cameo, have we reached the age of Cameo? Like, is it starting know. to? Our buddy Daniel is on Cameo. Oh, well, then we, we've definitely <laughs> reached the age of Cameo. <laughs> or went past it, more or less. Big, big fan of Impact Wrestling, Daniel. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah cameo got a little expensive over the past year. I uh, noticed. Um, everybody's prices went like skyrocketed. Means less people are probably taking advantage. Probably. Yeah. yeah, it had its moment. It fulfilled my proposal. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and Nostromo's once again is not donning his wig. Oh, that's just <laughs> like his little buddy there helps him. Yeah, they seem to be really good. Do you think? Uh, you never, you never know. It's, it's way ahead of its time. It's very ahead of its time. Although, I want to do say something here about the show not being ahead of its time. There's a lot of white people on this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like uncomfortable amount of white people on this show. Well, only white people would buy into this this guy <laughs> this guy's BS. That's true. So that part That's of it does true. make sense. But in general, yes, they're, yeah. But yeah, I thought it, I thought it was weird. I was just like, yeah, let's, let's see different... Types of people on the show. Gotham is just really, really white. Except for Lucius Fox, who we don't see nearly as much as we should. So are they at the planetarium or something? Or uh, like why? Th- that's where the final act is. I yeah. guess it's the same location. Yeah, because there's the... Yeah. Oh, this is... Okay. This is what the Bruce Tim Frank Power had. Oh, <laughs> does he? Because I like all this. Oh. <laughs> it reminds me of 66. Oh, it's I think just, it's silly. It's um, fun. It's, uh, it's Well, they just hate how it's illustrated. In okay. They, 
They they liked the concept of the episode, from what I understand. I understand, because I, I, it's not England. I, I get what it, but I I think this is a cool little shtick. I like they brought him in and they're like, you sign this, because we got your daughter up there to oh, change yeah. to a planet. Like, I don't know. A, How did they get her up there, by the way? It's a swing. It's a swing. It's just the two of them. So you, I don't know. a huge ladder. Yeah. And then you have to carry a person up that ladder. <laughs> the semantics are just not there. Oh, now, now, uh, hijinks. Bats is getting the, the best of him. Yeah, I think Batman just got a hold of his cable and he was just started to fly. I was wondering where Batman was. He's kind of in my A for a minute there. Uh oh, he's on the roof. It's a trap. Who would play Nostromos in a movie? Do you think? Um. Back in the day, I think Christopher Lee would have been good. Yeah, yeah, definitely at, at that time, like one of those kind of actors, like yeah. a like a Hammer uh, actor would have been uh, would have been ideal, mm-hmm. or like a or like a Jeffrey Combs or Ooh. someone like that who I think did some some voices for all Batman things. Cool visual. This is that's all I, cool. That's all. I like that's yeah cool. them fighting. I guess in the dark here with a spotlight with, with on. the white. Yeah, yeah, that's really nice. I yeah. really like that part. Oh. Time for our third act action sequence. Yeah, I, th- I think this is pretty well animated. I know they're not big on it, but I like this fight. Let's it go. has a style. Why does he have all the different time zones? He has, zones the, in he there? has the time in Tokyo. Like what's he, what kind oh, of business is he doing? He's with Tokyo? tuning in Tokyo. Oh lord! And there's more clock gears. There's always clock gears oh, in these episodes. You know, I you know I love a good clock gear. Ah. That's I a, like it when Clock King's around. But that's that's a sign of a good third act when we got some some giant gears. Okay, of course, the I'm guy gonna, is afraid for his daughter's I'm life. I'm going to make you watch it. Ooh. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. The Earth is going really, really Is she quick. strapped? To, okay, she's strapped yeah, to the red planet. She's strapped to uh, Mars, I believe. Yes. Up, and there goes the planet's. Uh-oh. Meanwhile, her dad's going to get knocked out by all the debris. So you, you do like this action piece? I like all this stuff. Yeah, I think this stuff's pretty fun. Yeah, I don't know if they're just mad about like the, the way that they get the planets get destroyed or something. Batman... And Lucas just fell into, they fell into the yeah. to a world. Yeah, it's a, it's pretty cool. I think that was Neptune, maybe. Oh, I just I didn't know if I picked up the first part. She said, "You're about to fall out of orbit, Batman." Oh, I just <laughs> I'm just glad he's not falling out of Uranus. Oh, oh dear, oh boy, we're here all week, guys. What did what's on the paper that Nostromos just got there? Um, you know what? I don't know. I don't remember that part right off. Is that the incantation to? Oh, that uh, might be. To yeah. Unleash the great heat. Oh no, I think that's the contract. Oh right, 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 right. Because they had the they had uh, the guy, the dad, sure. sign it. So are these contracts like legally binding? <laughs> I mean, you know, he's obviously a flim flam man, so I don't think it's going to hold up in court. Obviously, he's it's very important to him because he grabbed it, and now we're doing our best Raiders of the Lost Star. Mm, running from the globe. That was kind of silly. The it ran over him and just exploded. Here comes the range of Saturn. 
is about to impale Heather Locklear, but Batman is here to save the day with his bat knife. He doesn't believe in guns, but he does believe in knives. Oh, that's what they call an incursion in Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry, we're not going to give any spoilers. Well, not in this episode, maybe the next one. <laughs> And Batman saves the day yet again. And the dad looks on. Yes. Oh, there's Commissioner Gordon. It doesn't really count, though, because there's just a picture of him. (laughs) That's a picture of him. My friend has a cat named Commissioner Gordon. All right, there you go. And there's pictures of that. Fine. It's fine. I like this little ending. Do you like that she always calls her dad daddy? That's cute. It's fine. Oh, the fault lies not in the stars. But in ourselves. He's quoting the bard there. Exactly. I, I, it's kind of a cute little ending. Uh, and it's quick. And it's, it's very over. quick. It's very quick. Yeah. And it's not like a sad ending. It's kind of like an uplifting ending, which yep. is kind of not exactly on brand. But that is uh, Prophecy of Doom, Jimmy. That was indeed. Well, let's go ahead and uh, pause the DVD real quick. And then let's talk about the beginning, the end, the middle, but most importantly, how Batman begins. I'm just ready whenever, I guess. Yeah. Jimmy, at the beginning of every episode of Batman the Animated Series, there is a title card, which is kind of like a cover to the story that they're telling in this particular episode. What did you think of the title card of Prophecy of Doom? Well, uh, it it just is. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just an eclipse. It just is. I do not care for it. It's an eclipse with the name. Um, it's, It's not great. It's, but, you know... It's fine, I guess. It's uh, um, total eclipse of the heart. It doesn't really stick out, no. um, and, and it's just sort of is. Did he have an eclipse on his like outfit or something, or what does that have to do with Nostromo? Um, well, he's got the he, he talks about the planets and there's planets and things and uh, yeah, I, I get it. It's fine, you know. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> but what I do like are some of the lines in this episode. So, holy speech bubble, Batman, Jimmy. What are your favorite quote? What is your favorite quote from Prophecy of Doom? Um, I have two. Alfred says to Batman, uh, you gave them $10 million, sir? We finally have the same quote. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it. <laughs> 23 <laughs> episodes in, we get the same quote finally. I had a feeling it would be. Do you want to say it? Oh, you go for it. You go for it. Okay, Alfred says uh, to Batman, you gave them $10 million, sir, and to think I was fretting over the electric bill. Ah, man. He's not going to love the inflation 30 years later, I'll tell you that much. How so. much is the Wayne's electric bill? I mean, he's got a, an atomic pile. He's got the... You, you would think that it's pretty expensive to run all that. I have a feeling, like, since he has so many rooms, he probably turns it off in certain rooms because there's no way he's using that entire mansion. Alfred's always turning off lights mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I imagine that the Batcave probably is pretty expensive. Yeah, because all the back computers. Exactly. You, you don't think they're looking for uh, the electric companies looking for that and going, "Hey, what, what's what's Bruce Wayne doing running all this?" And, and then you have you know that that energy thing they have there where the woman died. And yeah. The pile of the Batman. The, the atomic pile. Like the he's got. They got to fuel that. I mean, Lord knows how much that is a month. Yeah, but yeah, but for the first time we got the same quote. That was my favorite quote as well. Do you have a second one? Because I do. I do. I do not. On that okay. One. I didn't. I did not think you were going to pick that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm usually the one that really enjoys the Alfred shtick. Uh, the uh, the ending with the uh, with him quoting the Bard is kind of nice. I guess so. I guess I'll put that one in there as well. The fault is not 
in our stars, but ourselves or something like that. So I have another one. Uh, Nostromo says, uh, perhaps the stars can persuade you. I see a bad moon rising oh, and QCCR. And we're back. I liked that a lot. Thank I was you. singing exactly of that song when I heard that uh, when, while I watched it last night. I was like, oh, all right. But Jimmy, we got a load of some CCR there, but wait till you get a load of me. Wing freak terrorizes. Wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> Jimmy, wait till you get a load of me. Who is your favorite character in the episode entitled Prophecy of Doom? So I'm interested in this because I don't know what you're going to say. Um, it's gonna be uh, gonna be honest. It's hard to pick a favorite and a least favorite of both these episodes we're recording today. Um. So I I like I like Nostromos. You like Nostromos? I do. Okay. I like the design. Um, it does remind me. Uh, I love. Uh, uh, Manos, The Hands of Fate, which is a movie, one of the worst yeah. movies of all time. And he, he kind of reminds me of the master in that. Okay. Um, and I just think the design is fun. I, I really like the idea that he's this flimflam man that Bruce Wayne wants nothing to do with. Um, and I just I just think it's a fun design. I think it's a fun character. Yeah. Um, what's yours? I just picked Batman. I didn't really okay. feel like there was any competition this week, but mm. Batman was pretty badass in the episode. But... Like, like Lisa and Lucas and the dad were all kind of like, they were there, but they didn't really do much for me. And uh, you're probably not going to like what I say about Nostromos, because guess who got my Condiment King Award? That's 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 the way I thought it would go, actually. I'm pretty sure it would go that way. My Condiment King Award went to Nostromos. It, I just thought he was, I, I didn't understand why he had so many followers. I thought he was, mm-hmm. I mean, he was so obviously a con man. Why would yeah. all these people fall? be into him um and i just thought he's kind of weak villain compared to all the other villains we've seen well that's most part that's true um but i i like the idea of like i I guess i have a weakness for like cult type stories um and just you know fooling people i mean this is the thing that a lot of you got guys out there that fool people and with this sort of shtick and they kind of buy it so i i I thought it was interesting so my the question to now is what is my what is my condiment king Yes. What is your Condiment King Award winner? Okay, because he's a big dummy, I went with Lisa's dad, Ethan. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's but good. I also really... I almost went with him, too, the, the answer to these questions is usually things like Batman or some weird thing, and my, the answer to this is Lisa's dad, Ethan. I just... <laughs> I, it just sounds so normal. It does and not sound like a Batman. It doesn't character. sound like a Batman thing at all, so I'm going with Ethan, who is Lisa's dad. But can I also say that I... Maybe I, I might bring this up later. Uh, am I going to bring it up later? No, I'll say it now. Um, I do like that uh, Lisa is a kind of a proactive female yeah, character. Yeah, I, like, I like that. Yes, she does end up strapped to a planet at the end, um, but I like that she um, she's on top of it uh, before even Bruce is. She's like, this guy's full of shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I do like that about the character. She's dead set on proving it, too. Yes, yes. And I thought Heather Locklear did a really good job. Yes, I, I think well. so, too. Now, some would say her going after a cult leader is pretty nuts, but Jimmy, let's get nuts. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Jimmy, let's get nuts. What were your favorite moments from Prophecy of Doom? 
Um, we kind of talked about it. I like the third act confrontation. People are swinging off of giant gears and moons and models of the earth are crashing to the ground. Um, and I just, uh, I, I like that stuff. I, th- I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, my, uh, the two things I really liked, one was the big fight with Batman and, and uh, Lucas at the at the end, especially when they were fighting in, in the spotlight. I just thought that looked really, really cool. Yes, it's yes. a great artistic rendition of that. And speaking of really cool artistic renditions, I love Batman just standing over the cave while the, the bats just kind of flew right yeah, past them. Yeah, that's a fun one. That, that was very, very Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that was for our favorite moments. But, Jimmy, what were your... Martha moments of Prophecy of Doom. Martha, why did you say that name? Uh, stop! Please, stop! Why did you say that name? It's his mother's name. Okay. So, um, I know that you voiced your opinions on Nostromos. Um, uh, my Martha moment is we only got one episode with Nostromos. I just, oh, really? I just think it's a fun dynamic. I, I, I like the fact that there's a villain who Batman just rolls his eyes at. Yeah. And like this guy again? Yeah. Uh, why are people believing this? I, I just think that's a fun. I just think that's fun. I would have liked him to come back. I think there's a lot of good humor in that. And I just really like the character design. So Yeah, design, I think the design's yeah. pretty nice on him. Uh, my Martha moments are, I feel like in parts the animation are kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Especially in the water, um, I, this episode kind of felt like a filler episode to me. Like it doesn't, like I don't see how anybody would go out of their way to go watch this one compared to like Almost Got Him or yes. even like you know the Cat and the Claw because you get introduced to Catwoman. Is it particularly that. memorable for any reason yeah, whatsoever? Yeah. It's just kind of there. Uh, Bruce Wayne's acting toward Nostromos was comically bad. <laughs> yeah, it's almost fun. so comically bad it's good. Yeah. Um, Oh, uh, let's see. I feel like Heather Locklear kind of felt wasted. I wanted her to do, I, even though I, I liked her uh, character, I just wanted to see more yeah. from her. And uh, that the uh, the shooting star at the end is there. Just I, I don't. I, I like the little quote that Bruce is do, talking about with the bard, but the whole shooting star thing was a little kind of corny. I felt Saturday almost feels cartoon. like too good or cute an ending for just like well, kind of like a, it, a a subpar. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say subpar. It's just it's not a memorable episode. Yeah. And for and a lot of these episodes of Batman, you got, have kind of dark endings. You're kind of unsure endings, mm-hmm. and this one was just very felt Saturday morning like kids ending. For yeah, me. I can see yeah. that. See that. But yeah, uh, Jimmy. Uh, every episode we give it a grade. Would you mind uh, explaining to the fine folks at home how we grade each episode? Uh, well, I watch it and come up with something that feels like it would be sound fun. Uh, in the in grading so this episode we are going with uh we're giving uh out of five yeah so out of five predictions from nostromos of the great fall and brandon writes that down so let me make sure <laughs> to say it right for the great fall predictions from nostromos of the great fall all right jimmy i give this episode two out of five predictions of nostromos from uh, from the Great Fall, <laughs> it's <laughs> two out of five is what I give it. Um, not a not a super memorable episode, Fair, fairly filler. Um, Jimmy really likes the Stromos. I was I didn't hate the Stromos, but I was underwhelmed by them in general. Uh, yeah, not an episode I would go out of my way to watch again, but there are good parts in it, which is why I end up giving it a two instead of a lower grade. What do you give it, Jimmy? 
Um, again, we watched these two together, uh, kind of. Or the next episode, we kind of these two episodes kind of blend. They do, and they I'm do. I'm actually thinking ahead to what would I give the next one, <laughs> as opposed to this one. It's um, honestly why we did these. We're recording these two together. Yes, because they have similar. they have a similar, and I want to make sure that they seem balanced in a correct way. Yeah, you just gave this one two. I gave it two out of five. Correct. Okay, I am going to give this one. I'm going to give it a two and a half. Two and a half, okay. Uh, so slightly a little bit better because... Um, you like Nostromos. I like Nostromos. Uh, I just think it's an interesting dynamic. Um, fairly forgettable episode, um, yeah. but I like the uh, the cultish behavior in it. I just think that's kind of fun, and, yeah. and Bruce is fun just trying to deduce um, how much bullshit Nostromos is saying. <laughs> so I thought that was fun, so... Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half is pretty, pretty good, in my opinion. Um, and also what's pretty good is our listeners. You guys rock. Uh, if you haven't yet, remember to uh, like our Facebook page, Almost Got Them, a podcast about Batman the Animated Series. Please please uh, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. We're on your podcatcher of choice and uh, YouTube as well. So we're on like Spotify. We're on Apple Apple Podcasts, and you can find us on YouTube by uh, searching for Almost Got Em, uh, or you can search for Divine Organa, which is uh, Jimmy's uh, YouTube name I on think there. it's IEP Films now. It's IEP Films. It's IEP now. Films, yes. Okay. So IEP Films, that's a lot easier to spell than Divine Organa. So, uh, yeah, just subscribe to us if you don't mind. Give us five stars if you have a chance. Jimmy, do you have anything left before we leave our, our, view, our listeners this evening? Uh, no, I will make a prediction, uh, that, uh, people will, uh, love this episode and will follow us and, and listen to this. And that's my prediction as the great, uh, Jimmy Stramos. Yes. Jimmy Stramos. Thank you for joining yes. us. Our special guest, Jimmy Stramos right here. This is Brandon. And this is Jimmy Stramos. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been Almost Got Him, a podcast about Batman, the animated series. And we will see you in a week or two with The Forgotten. Thank you for listening to Almost Got Him, a Batman the Animated Series podcast.